Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast, your home for tips, insight and discussion to inform your weekly accumulators. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Thank you for taking the time to tune in, uh, new and old listeners. Uh, for yep. audio listeners, I just want to let you know that Tom has added half a calendar into his background. So we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I can see half of it. I can see it's February. Can you see who it is? Do you want me to just tilt, tilt on the camera? Slightly? I'm guessing it's a forest one, no? We've got the... Oh, yeah, it's covered by the picture. It's the mighty Jed Spence for uh, for February. Nice. nice. Yeah. Love it. Well, at least we're, we're populating the background piece <laughs> by piece. Maybe next week we'll have a full calendar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, good, good to be back. Um, Definitely. Agonising. Uh, last week we had the the added drama so that the treble lost by one leg but we had the added drama of having to wait till Sunday and the extra added drama of it being our beloved Nottingham Forest and it turns out that we backed them basically in their worst performance under Steve Cooper comfortably pretty much yeah so (laughs) you know we'll cover the treble in detail later on in the show but yeah, just very disappointing, wasn't it? Of all the games for Forest to put in such a shocking performance, it's when we needed them to land a, a treble that was a 10.5, I think it was, boosted um, yeah. by Matchbook. So, yeah, a 10.5 treble uh, lost on Sunday by Forest. So, very disappointing there. Of course, we'll bring you another boosted treble by Matchbook at the end of this show as well. Uh, pretty packed show to go through today, isn't it? You know, we've got football coming at us from all angles in mm. terms of competitions. We've got FA Cup, there's the Premier League, there's the, the Champ, League One, League Two. So we're going to rattle through the vast majority of it, picking out our betting highlights from, from each individual competition. Spoiler alert, Premier League, there is nothing that we like. <laughs> uh, but we'll talk about it briefly anyway. Um, so... Shall we kick off with the FA Cup? It's worth saying that all the odds we read out on the show today are going to be taken from our sponsors at matchbook.com and you can get a £20 money back as cash sign-up offer if you use the, the sign-up code TFB Podcast. Uh, join the registration form. Uh, so please do check that one out and help support the pod. So, Tom, uh, FA Cup, we had a pretty good success rate in round three, especially in terms of the giant killings that we picked mm. out. Um, I couldn't really find many on the giant killing front at all in terms of round four, uh, but there are a few things that, that I know we both like the look of. Yeah, agreed. You know me, Tom. Uh, I absolutely love the FA Cup. I love giant killing. So I was doing my absolute best to try find something, but yeah, uh, came up uh, empty-handed, unfortunately. Uh, just quick disclosure on the FA Cup. So obviously... Um, team selection uh, it gets more and more serious as it goes on of course but we are only in the fourth round um, so you know some teams this is only their second game in the tournament uh, so it's worth checking your uh, team selections before you uh, back any of these games but I did find something um, I will get us started off with an obvious one I think Huddersfield Town they're at home yep. to Barnsley in an all-championship affair at 1.7. I mean, Tom, if this was a championship fixture, we'd be absolutely lapping up the Terriers. Uh, they haven't lost in 11. 
and they haven't lost in their last five at home. And Barnsley, Tom, we've mentioned time and time and time again. This is one of the worst championship teams we've seen possibly in history. Um, they've won one of their last 13, which was against Barrow of League Two. And if you remember, that was the last round of the FA Cup. They almost threw that away against 10 men um, of League Two, Barrow at Oakwell. Joint worst away record in the league, just four points won. Uh, these teams did draw 1-1 one, one at Oakwell in on the 4th of December, but I'm happy to, to roll the dice with Huddersfield here. And to be honest with you, I thought they'd be a lot shorter than 1.7. Yeah, I agree, especially at home as well. More than happy to go to Huddersfield there. I had that on myself. Barnsley, I think I fancy anyone against Barnsley, <laughs> to be yeah, honest, think, at the moment. <laughs> I think it's totally fair. So, yeah, 1.7 for this Huddersfield side in good form. Let's uh, Let's gobble that up. Another team, nearly identically priced, Wolves, 1.71. So just a, a slight touch over the Huddersfield price. They're at home to Norwich. And again, in this all Premier League affair, I think we can count on Wolves to get a win. Uh, they've won five of the last six games. That goes across all competitions, of course, like Premier League and FA Cup. Uh, winning the last four on the bounce as well. Obviously, without Adama Traore now, gone to Barcelona in the January transfer window. But... Uh, even despite that, I think they're going to have more than enough with the run that they're on uh, to to beat Norwich, especially at home as well. You know, Wolves' home form, generally pretty good. They've lost just one of the last seven home games, winning five. Um, and I think they're just, they're just going to have a bit too much for Norwich, I think, at the moment, whose priority has to be survival from the Premier League here. Has to be. You know, yeah. Wolves are one of those sides who they're not, they're not going to get... Uh, I highly doubt they're going to get Europe unless they, they really do string a run together uh, towards the back end of this season. They're not going to go down. So for Wolves, why not give the FA Cup a really good go and try and get as far as you can? Yeah, well, they can probably look at Leicester and see what it did for Leicester and the yeah. day out and, and all that stuff it gave their fans totally. Uh, I think Norwich, their revival is a bit of a... Is a fugazi, a fugazi, a little bit of a woozy because you know I, I was having a look and yeah they've they've kind of turned the corner, but their three wins that they've got recently, their most recent three wins: League One, Charlton, Rafa's last game at Everton when they were a complete joke, and Ranieri's last game at Watford when they were in a mess. So mm. I think they're very fortunate to be playing those teams at the right time. And they've beaten the League One side, so uh, definitely improving. But I'm not ready to, I'm not ready to um, to start jumping all over Norwich. Absolutely not. Uh, I know we've got a matching tip, Tom. Uh, so I will leave that one for you, and I will just quickly hop into Sunday. Uh, so East Midlands derby time, Nottingham Forest, Leicester City, uh, taking my kind of Forest hat off and putting my football betting podcast hat on. I think I'm going to go for away and both teams to score. So Leicester and both teams to score. It's priced at a very big 3.95. Forest have been great, as we mentioned at the top of the show. You know, second in the league table for form since Steve Cooper came in. They scored in five of the last six. The only game they didn't score in is... Again, they lost 1-0 against Huddersfield and they absolutely battered Huddersfield. They could have scored five that night. Um, Davis is scoring. Uh, Sam Surridge has come in as a January 
transfer addition. Obviously, Brennan Johnson remains a, a constant threat. They've got goals in the team. Uh, Leicester have been poor on the road, actually, when I was doing my research here. Um, but I think they're so dangerous against Premier League opposition. I think they'll find it relatively easy to score goals against Forest. unfortunately. They're scoring 2.83 goals per game in their last six in all comps. Tom, that includes playing Liverpool twice, Man City and Tottenham. So they're absolutely firing at the moment. You know, I I think Forrest could cause an upset for sure, but I think Leicester will take this very seriously. It's their trophy, it's their defence. You know, uh, similar to Wolves, Tom, as you said, they're they're probably not going to get, you know, the Champions League, maybe Europa League spot at best. So why not try and defend what's theirs? 3.95 Leicester and both teams to score. That's a cracking price. I really like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do definitely like that tip. Uh, the final FA Cup one for, for me, um, and I think to round off this section, QPR away at Peterborough. QPR price at 2.12. Um, Peterborough have a... They've got a problem, haven't they? <laughs> Defensively, uh, they're terrible. Offensively, they're they're just not showing much at all, and that is that is the least you'd expect, I think, from a Peterborough side. But you know they're struggling to get on the score sheet. Um, they're conceding plenty of goals. You know, in the last four championship games, uh, they've conceded two against Sheffield United, two against Birmingham, three against West Brom, and four against Coventry. Uh, two of those being home games as well. So conceding at least two goals in the last four championship games remember this is an all championship fixture unless the you know the the packs and the team selections are are shuffled a lot I think um you know it's going to be another repeat for me I I think QPR with the run they're on they've won six of the last seven games full of confidence in great form and I feel the same way about Peterborough as I do about, about Norwich this is more of a distraction I think even we talk about Darren McCanson in his podcast a fair bit on this on this show, but I'm sure that he's even said on the podcast that he feels like the cup is a distraction from them getting survival and in, in the league. So if that's coming down from the top, um, they're thinking this is a distraction. They potentially don't want to risk key players getting injured, whatever, I don't know. I just think QPR at 2.12 are a fantastic price against this Peterborough side who probably don't even want to be in the cup um, yeah. and are conceding shitloads of goals. So, <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I had that down, as you can imagine. Again, similar um, to the Barnsley fixture. If it's a league game, you know, you're back in QPR all day, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tom, before we move on from the FA Cup, give me your potential upset of the weekend. I know I've put you on the spot. We haven't rehearsed Ooh. this. So I'll give you a bit of time. I will give you mine. I think if I would to, you know, chuck a, a speculative fiver on someone, I think I would back Middlesbrough at Manchester United on Ooh. Friday on Friday night. Wow. Wow. 11.5 for Middlesbrough yeah. to yeah. get the win. I think that's what I would do. What's your, I mean, we're not saying these are tips, but just for a bit of fun. If you had to pick me an outsider, who you who you okay. selected? Wigan, 4.9, away at Stoke. Okay. Uh, Wigan unbeaten in 20. So, yeah, you know, obviously top of top of League One. Um, 
doing very well there. So, yeah, I think could very well be a championship fixture next season. Um, so, yeah, 4.9 for Wigan seems like a, a fairly big price. And I don't think it would surprise an enormous amount of people if they did actually beat Stoke. True. Okay, well, that is the FA Cup then. Sorry there's not some massive upsets that we've got for you here like we did last round, but um, we've got, you know, we, we work with what we've got, right? So let's quickly just gloss over the Premier League because we've got Burnley against Watford playing on Saturday. I don't like anything. You don't like anything, do you? So, so this is just a no bet in terms of the one Premier League game for this weekend. This is a no bet and it's a no watch as well. <laughs> You're bloody horrible. Uh, so yeah, let's let's move on to a quick message uh, from our sponsors at Matchbook. Uh, so we are absolutely delighted to be working with Matchbook. Uh, not only are they great partners um, and uh, offer a great product, they're great people as well. And we're really, really enjoying working with them. And we're hoping everyone that has signed up to Matchbook is having an absolutely fantastic experience. If you haven't signed up, there has been no better time. Uh, there's a risk-free £20 sign-up offer. So all you need to do is open an account, deposit £25, and the first bet is risk-free up to £20. So if you're, if you put it on the treble, say, that will read out later on. If you win, of course, your balance will be there for you to play with or uh, withdraw. And if it loses, they'll give you that £20 back as cash. So loads of uh, opportunities there to, to uh, be a little bit braver maybe with your, with your gambling, with that safety net behind you. Uh, TFB Podcast is the sign-up code. You'll need that to activate the offer. And yeah, we thoroughly recommend that you get involved, especially, uh, you know, the, the pod's been on uh, some pretty good form recently with the combined trebles. So might be a great opportunity to check them out. Yep, completely agree. Please do help support the pod and check that one out. Uh, right, Champ League 1 and League 2 then, left to talk through. So we'll look at the Champ first. Um, we spoke about this beforehand. There's three games and there's three games you don't fancy, is there? <laughs> no, so uh, yeah, uh, this is going to be the Tom Pipkin segment because I, yes. I'll be honest with you, I had to look at these and you know started digging into them and it turned me off pretty quickly. So, yeah, take it away, mate. I'm. This is like a Zoom call. If this was a Zoom call, I'd stick myself on mute and go to the bathroom or something. Probably. Just let me talk, yeah. <laughs> so, take it away. Yeah, the docket isn't exactly uh, throbbing, is it? No. As you'd say, this, this week. Uh, but, yeah, two things that I like in the three championship fixtures. One is essentially a carbon copy of last week. So you might remember if you listened to the pod, um, you clipped it up and put it out on Twitter. I tipped Preston to score two plus goals at home to Bristol City. Um, this week, we've got Blackpool at home to Bristol City. And I'm going to go, I'm gonna go for the same thing again. So Blackpool to score two plus goals, over 1.5 goals, however you want to word it. Um, 2.34 is the price for that. And exactly the same reasoning as we had for the Preston tip last week, uh, Bristol City have now conceded two plus goals in nine consecutive championship away games. You know, it's a shocking run of form that they're on. They've not won in the last eight games on the road. 
conceded two in every single one of them, at least two. So I'm just looking for a continuation of that trend, really. Um, I feel like it's one of those. Now I've identified it a couple of weeks ago. I'm just going to keep rolling it out until it loses. So, (laughs) you know, 2.34. I appreciate Blackpool aren't exactly the highest free scoring team in the championship, but I can't go against these trends at the moment. So, yeah, that's one. Then the second one, um, I like the look of Blackburn on the double chance. They're where Swansea this weekend uh, did you look at blackburn at all or just kind of think yeah the no. double chance the double chance it it did interest me but there's something about blackburn i think i need a couple of weeks off backing them because they're, mm. they're looking not wobbly i mean before they were on absolute fire right now they're yeah. starting to plateau a little bit and i'm i'm just not ready to trust them at the moment yeah, no, that's fair enough. I just look at Swansea. You know, they've got they've got one win in nine. Um, they've lost seven of those games, six of those games. Sorry. So they're not in very good form whatsoever. So I'm looking at Blackburn, obviously in better form. Uh, yeah, as you say, plateauing a little bit. They've won two of the last five, um, two wins, two draws, one loss of those five. So not on the win, 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 win form that they were a few weeks ago, but. I certainly think they've got enough about them uh, at 1.47 to at least get a draw away at Swansea, who are in, like we say, no form whatsoever. Lost to Luton uh, and to Hull last time out in the Championship. Um, yeah, not cons- not scored a goal for three consecutive games. So, yeah, not really offering much at the moment at Swansea. And I think Blackburn could at least get a draw, hence... The security of the double chance, because I'm like you, I don't really trust them enough to go for them on the nose at, what, 2.9, I think they are on the nose, mm-hmm. 2.94. So, yeah, they're, they're a big price if you want to go for Blackburn outright. But, yeah, I think it's wiser to just have that extra bit of security at the moment. Yeah, I mean, Swansea are rubbish, aren't they? And they've got the, yeah. they've got the Jamie Patterson issue as well at the moment. So, yeah, I can completely see where you're coming from. Are you expensed in in the champs? Done. I mean, only three games to choose from. I think you did well to to come up <laughs> with two bets, to be honest with you. Um, so we'll slide into League One and I'll get us kicked off with Sheffield Wednesday. Um, they're away at Burton Albion. They're priced at 2.56. I am very hot on Wednesday at the moment. I think they're clicking into gear at the moment. I think... I've mentioned this before, Tom, so regular listeners will be will be sick of me saying it, but as like the, the football public, we get an idea about a team at the start of the season and that reputation can carry for way too long. So me and you keep saying Brentford, everyone still thinks they're decent. They're not, they're crap, but yeah. they're, they're hanging on to that start that they made that's blistering and then in everyone's mindset, they're, they're pretty good. So using that example with Wednesday, obviously they've recently relegated and we're not very impressed, right? Overall, we've not overly been impressive, let us down quite a few times. But I think they're turning the corner at the moment. Uh, They've won three of the last four uh, against Morecambe, Ipswich and Plymouth included in that. Um, They've also been 
putting in some pretty good uh, performances in defeat as well. A uh, couple of uh, weeks ago, they lost 5-0 to Sunderland, 1-0 to Shrewsbury. And that seems to, kind of like Blackburn, when they lost 7-0, that seems to have been a turning point. Darren Moore brought in a couple of January signings. They're getting people like Windass back uh, from full fit uh, to full fitness. Sorry, he's been missing for a long time, and they just look a different side. I completely respect Burton. They're tenth in the league, right? That I mean, their optimistic fans will tell you they're in a chance of the playoffs, and you'll you know you'll be hard to you know. There's no way you can tell them that they're not really if you look at the pure math. Um, and I do respect where they are, but their results are kind of all over the place, which is, and I find them hard to put their finger on, which is why they are hovering around that mid-table mark. Uh, I think Wednesday are in the groove, and if they put in a similar performance as we've seen recently, I think their their kind of performance ceiling will be too high for uh, Burton to reach. Yep, I'd agree with that one, mate. Um, just a general point. I quite like the look of League One this weekend. You know, we come yeah. from the Prem, which is rubbish, the Champ, which is largely rubbish. Uh, League One, there's there's a few things. Mm. Yeah. Um, that being one of them. Also being one of them for me. Uh, Ipswich to beat Gillingham. 1.42 is the price for Ipswich. So they are one of the shorter teams in, in League One this weekend. But for me, I think for fairly good reason. They've won four of the last six games. At home in the league, they've lost just one of nine, winning six. And I look at Gillingham's away record and yes, I, I'm kind of going against myself because I love a new manager bounce. Gillingham sacked mm-hmm. Steve Evans. They've got Neil Harrison, won his first game in charge against Crew last weekend. But I think, you know, there's a, di- a difference between playing Crew at home. Probably one of the, the easiest starts he could have wanted, really, all respect to Crew. I think there's a very much a difference between playing Crew at home to, to Ipswich away. Um, Gillingham have won just one of their 14 away games in the league so far this season, which is a shocking record. Um, 20th best, surprisingly. <laughs> it's the team that's won one of 14. It's only the 20th best in Jeez. League One. There's, there's four teams with worse away records than that in, in League One. Um, so some shocking away teams in this, in this division. But yeah, I, I think they're poor away. They're going to Ipswich, who are in very good home form in the league. And I think... Uh, Ipswich can get another win here. I don't expect them to trounce Gillingham. I, I probably would have done about three weeks ago, but I think it'll be a lot tighter this week. But I do think Ipswich will ultimately prevail. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's too short, but maybe in an acre or something like that as a leg, I could see it for sure. I think Neil Harris, by the way, is an unbelievable appointment for Gillingham. Yes, look, this, this is a side that barring... What a mini miracle is probably going to be a League Two side. Yeah, and his last few jobs, I know he he hasn't exactly been Pep Guardiola, but uh, he's done all right. I think he's done way yeah. more to merit um, a job better than Gillingham, to be honest. But 100%. yeah, maybe maybe it's geographical. Maybe I don't know what the reason is, but fair play to him. Uh, Charlton playing against Wimbledon at home at the Valley, one point nine two for the Addicts. I haven't backed him for a while because I find them a little bit patchy um, under Johnny Jackson. And he had that blistering start when he didn't have the job. And then he got the job and they've kind of 
gone to win one, lose one, draw one territory. So as punters, that's that's pretty hard to read. But I was reading into it a little bit more. They have won home games recently against Fleetwood, MK Dons, Ipswich and Cambridge. And their last game out, they beat Portsmouth on the road midweek. There's a few dodgy results in there as well. I'm not going to gloss over the fact that they lost against Crew, which is definitely a red flag. But Wimbledon are in a bad place. Um, no wins in their last 10. Joint second bottom in the last eight-game form table. And probably most worryingly of all, they failed to score in six of their last nine. So not good enough, I don't think, to get a, a win. Maybe they could squeeze a draw against Charlton. It, it all depends on which Charlton side turns up. But I think, you know, if, if Charlton can can go out of the valley and be, as I said, Fleetwood, decent team, MK Dons, very good team, Ipswich, very good individuals, Cambridge, capable on the day, and beat Portsmouth away, you know, logic would say that they can beat a team that hasn't won in 10 at home. Yeah, I agree. I was going to say these as well. Um, I have a, a, a slight extension, potential, yeah, a, little, a, a fun extension. This isn't a solid tip at all, but um, the last, well, four of the five uh, home games that they've won in the last five. So you, you mentioned they beat Fleetwood, Cambridge, Ipswich, Plymouth. They've all been 2-0. So another 2-0 here, 9.8. Nice. Love it. <laughs> Um, I've got one more for League One, and that is Bolton. 2.22 away at Morecambe. And that's just, I'm looking at Bolton. Ian Everett's out again, isn't it? Isn't he? Is. It? You know? He is, and it's He's driving it again. Man. He's, He's had it again. <laughs> They've had a really good January window, to be fair to them. You know, Dion Charles brought in from Accrington. He's hit the ground running um, already amongst the goals. I think, you know, they're doing exactly what they did last season around this time in League Two, where they just went win, 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 win. And yeah, they've won four in a row. I I absolutely don't think that they're going to get playoffs. I think it's, it's far too, no, not a chance. It's far yeah. too gone. But, um, you know, the run that they're on, I don't see it stopping this weekend against uh, a Morecambe side who do tend to ship a fair amount of goals at home. They conceded three against Doncaster, two against Wickham, two against Wigan, two against Crew, four against MK Dons, and that's in five of the last six games. So they are shipping a fair few goals um, at home, as I mentioned. And I think the form that Bolton are on won the last four games, all to nil, full of confidence. Ian Everett's absolutely loving it. So, yeah, I think 2.22 is a decent price this weekend for them. It is. Weird analogy, but remember, like back in the Arsene Wenger, like Arsenal days, and he used to have Barca in the Champions League all the time. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And Wenger would insist on going toe to toe with them. No defensive mindset. He'd be like, no, no, no. We're going to pass you off the park. We're going to attack you off the park. And it always come unstuck. That's yeah. what Morecambe remind me of. But obviously, of a lesser standard, of course. Like, they just yeah. go for the throat, home, away, you know, bad form, good form. It doesn't really matter to them. They just go out for the kill, basically. So, I think Love they that. leave themselves very exposed. 
And uh, yeah, you don't want to be exposed against uh, this Bolton team at the moment. A little bit of a short price, Tom. I mean, there's two big flags here. A short price, and I've said time and time again, this opponent is someone I hate betting against. It's Rotherham. They're at home to Accrington Stanley. I mean, I've always said that I want to back Rotherham, home away, don't care who they're playing, blah, blah, blah. And I've also said I hate betting against Accrington. So I don't really know where I land, but I know that Rotherham haven't lost in 16 home games, which is hard to ignore. Uh, Accrington haven't won in five on the road as well. Uh, Stanley on their day can beat anybody, really. And, uh, you know, that uh, the fact that they beat Rotherham on Boxing Day shows that. Uh, I wish Rotherham were a little bit uh, kind, more kindly priced is uh, what I'm trying to say. But, you know, mm. I, I can't not look at Rotherham at home. You know, 16 unbeaten uh, at the New York Stadium. It's uh, one of the best teams in the league at home in a fortress against a wildly unpredictable Stanley team. Yep. Yep. I can see them getting a win, definitely. Uh, and before we wrap up League One, quick one, Lee Johnson getting the sack. Right decision, wrong decision? Wrong decision. Mm, yeah. Really? Yeah. It's, it's tough, isn't it? They're in third. Come on. Mm. In th- I know they got absolutely battered by Bolton and that seemed to be the, the nail in the coffin. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's a risky one, isn't it? Because I think, they were uh, comfortably going to push the playoffs at least. I think for my, if I was a Sunderland fan and just like as like a general overview, if a manager I like that is doing well gets removed, I'm expecting Lee Johnson sacked. The next day, you know, Pep Guardiola installed. Like, I mm. want to see, you got rid of Lee Johnson because this guy's available and this guy's going to be better for us and he's ready to go. It's done behind his back, whatever. It happens all the time in football. You know, that's what I want to see. I don't want to see as a Sunderland fan, Lee Johnson sacked we might get Roy Keane or we might get this or we might get that. Like, yeah, I think that's my issue with it. That's my issue. Yeah. Um, I think on the road, Sunderland took some batterings, didn't they? So I think yeah. Louis Dreyfus is, uh, is not very happy. Yeah. But you know, I think, I, I don't know. I'm not a Sunderland fan. I don't follow them in, in absolute great detail at all, but in, from a neutral, I look at it, I see them in third in the league. They've got the best home record in the league. They've got the fifth best away record in the league. So, yes, they've been battered a few times, but they've only lost five away from home in the mm. league. Um, One thing I will so, say, it, well, it's, it's two quick points. I think in 2022, fans have more of a say over a manager's position more than ever before. Um, we saw it, Tom, with Chris Hutton at Forest. As soon as the Forest fans start chanting, you know, you're getting sacked in the morning and, you know, boring football, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's there's only so long that can go on for and the fans have got huge power. And the second yeah. point I'll say as well is style of play is almost becoming more important than results, almost. Uh, it will never, ever take over. But, you know, if you are mid-table and you're playing nice football and you're being entertaining and, the fans can see that you're trying to win games. That keeps you in a job longer than, you know, being mid-table, having the same points, 
the same goals for, the same goals against, and playing this like turgid football. So yep. I think yep. those two maybe went against uh, Streaky Lee as well. Yeah, well, you know, case in point, again, we've seen West Brom sack Ishmael, haven't we? Yes. In like, two days ago, I think it was, maybe yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, the fans have voted with their feet. You know, you see empty crowds at the Hawthorns for weeks uh, all over social media and on TV. You know, they're, they're just not turning out because they think the football's crap, despite the fact they're in, what, fifth in the, in the championship. Yeah. So, yeah, even though results have been fairly decent to be occupying a, a playoff spot in the champ. But yeah, he's gone and they now have Steve Bruce in on an 18-month deal. So I don't know whether that's much of an upgrade, to be honest. But <laughs> Well, no, but hey, you know, he's, he wouldn't be my pick. But that's what I'm trying to say, right? They got rid yeah. of Ismail and clearly they had Bruce lined up and now yeah. Bruce is in. And that's all happened since Johnson went. West Brom have got a man out and a man in. They're just more organised, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's move on to League Two. Um, before we went on air, I think you said you weren't overly convinced about anything in League Two. Do you, do you have anything at all? Or? I, I have one. I have one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tranmere. Mm. 2.62 away at Barrow. Uh, don't know if you had this one yourself, but I look at Tranmere's record. I, I appreciate they lost 4 0, got absolutely battered by Forest Green 4 0. Um, what, last weekend was that now? Yeah, two uh, games ago. But yeah, aside from that, they've won nine out of the last 11 games. So, you know, if we that's one defeat in 11 games against the runaway league leaders. I'm going to forgive them for that. I'm going to look at the other nine victories that they've had and I'm going to think they're going to beat Barrow, who are, what, 20th in the league? This is Tranmere, who are second, flying. If they didn't get battered by Forest Green, I think a lot more people will be pro Tranmere this weekend. Um if we just take that result in isolation, treat it as, treat it as an, an anomaly, 2.62 is a massive price for a team that, as I say, was won 9 in 11. I yeah, think it's huge. With you. Yeah. They essentially got beaten by, what, a lower-end League One team? Like, Forest Green are clearly a cut above this level. And they're yeah. clearly going to yeah. win the league. So, yeah, no disgrace. Yeah. I'm, I'm completely like, with you. Barrow's home form as well. I, did, I just forgot to mention Barrow's home form. They've lost five of the last seven. Mm. Those five losses, they've been to Salford, Mansfield, Bradford, Crawley, Rochdale. So if we take Mansfield out of the equation, there are four teams there who are just bang average mid-table League Two sides there. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they've been beaten by top, top teams at home recently. Yep. So, yeah, I think if Tranmere, if Tranmere play it, you know, we, you say it a lot, Play this game 10 times, Tranmere for me, win eight. Yeah, yeah, totally with you. Uh, decent little segue, and we were just talking about uh, Forest Green, and they're playing against Newport this weekend. I almost tipped them up on the nose at 2.0. Regular listeners will know that I normally say, you know, them and Rotherham, no matter where they are, the opponent, their form, etc., I'll back them. This week, I'm going to break that because Newport are on fire, to be honest with you. And I'm a bit nervous. Uh, But both teams to score seems likely because this is first against second in terms of lead to attacks. So that's exciting. Uh, Forest Green, in their last six games, scoring an average of 1.83 goals a game. And Newport, 
in their last six, they have scored an average of, you've guessed it, 1.83 goals per game. <laughs> uh, the only scupper that I found this, I didn't realise how excellent both defences had been in that time. So Forest Green, uh, 0.33 goals per game conceded over the last six. Newport averaging one per game in their last six. So defences on top, but I'm basically back in the first v second in attacks is what's leaping off the page to me. Uh, the price is 1.83 for both teams to score. And if you yeah. don't have any more, I will round us off. Tom? Yeah, I'm just looking at Dom Telfer's goal record while she was speaking there. <laughs> yeah, it's good, isn't it? The really guy can't score a goal. He's got about 18 in the last 14 games, I think it is, at that quick count. He, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, surely he's going to get a move in the summer. Surely. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think so. It's not often a, a striker like that at League One, League Two level goes unnoticed for, for long, is it? But it's like he scored about two goals in the first 10 games of the season. <laughs> then he just went, no, right, I'll turn it on now. Beast mode activated, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, honestly. he uh, They did well to keep hold of him, let's be honest. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, no more from me anyway. Uh, okay. Feel free to, to round up. Yeah, it's just the one more. Um there isn't a price at the moment on the matchbook. I've literally just checked maybe 20 seconds ago. Um, but I think Northampton, away at Walsall, you'll be able to get. Um, Northampton, not been great recently. They've won one in six. But they've got the performance levels in them to be better. Uh, they're fifth in the league for a reason. Uh, and Walsall are in another bad spell. It's, it, this seems to be quite streaky, I think. Mm. It seems to be awful, decent, awful, which is why they're not further towards the relegation zone because they've had a, one or two decent spells where they've you know gone unbeaten in five or something like that. And right now they're going through one of those no wins in six, five losses in a row. And they've all been against top 10 teams, which Northampton are, of course. And the final little cherry on top of this cake, Tom, this is the worst set-piece team against the best set-piece team. So maybe that will uh, come into mm. play. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like it, mate. I like it. Okay, so, bomb-proof trebles? Yeah, we'll quickly review last week's. We'll just blitz through that. Um, that was a so deflated... <laughs> well, it's, it's just disappointing oh. because... Do you know what? We took, we took quite a bit of heat on Twitter for having Forrest. I think people were just a bit disappointed. But, mm. you know, we backed, as we said, second best team in the league since Cooper came in. Again, away, third best away record, I think, at the time, against the yeah. worst home record uh, in the entire division. And they just didn't turn up. That was the worst I've seen Forrest under Cooper by an absolute mile. And it happens. But, obviously, they lost 2-1. We had QPR comprehensively beat Reading 4-0. And Mansfield, they beat Leighton Orient 2-0. So it was just that, just that mm. one leg. But as you mentioned, Tom, new week, new opportunity. So I'm excited for you to reveal this week's treble to the, uh, to the viewers and listeners. Yeah, so once again, this treble is uh, best priced on Matchbook. So price overall for the treble is 8.4. You know, looking earlier... Uh, I think the next best might have been Bet365 
and then Betway at around 7.98. So get much more for your money with Matchbook. And of course, just to reiterate, you can get that £20 money back as cash. Sign up offer for trying. So you can try out Matchbook using the sign up code TFB podcast. And that is a promo over. The actual treble is Bolton at home. <clears throat> Sorry, Bolton away in their game against Morecambe. Ipswich at home to Gillingham. And then Sheffield Wednesday away at Burton Albion. So a completely League One treble this weekend. I think if we do it like that, we avoid any kind of team selection mishaps, you know, in the FA Cup or whatever. So, yeah, 8.4 is the price for those three teams to get the victory. £10 is ample stake. We'll return you £84. Really exciting treble. Uh, we'll see what happens there over the weekend. And yeah, as we said, we we want to see who's back in it. We want to see who's back in their own bets and stuff like that. And the best thing to do is to get in touch with us and share the love on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. Uh, Road to 2K is on the way. We need less than 100 followers now. So uh, please, please uh, give us a follow if you have a Twitter profile. Yeah, and if you have enjoyed the show, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Or watch them. Or watch them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now we are on YouTube as well. We're and one final, final, final point. Um, Kit Wars, you may have seen on social media the Kit Wars poll that, that you put out every every week, Tom. Mm. You were 3-0 up. Yeah, and I'm now 3-0. I can't actually believe that... that <laughs> I'm being 3-0 down. I'm now 3-0. I didn't think I was going to win one for the entire second half of the season. I've got I've got a theory. I think the profit chasers is trying to make it interesting. So, mm. I don't know. I, I've, I've bust out some absolutely incredible kits. And if yeah. it means that I have to spend my entire month's salary on more kits <laughs> to win this, I absolutely will, as you can see. Um, so... Yeah, it exciting. just makes me laugh. You had that cracking like France '98 shirt or whatever, 96. whatever it was. Euro '96, France Euro '96 shirt, and I had the I, as much as I love the custom made Wrexham one you made for me. Yeah, <laughs> it shouldn't be. You're really nice, France. No, I know, but this is what I mean. I think maybe it's a it's a you've got the public on side. I think. Thank the you, ma- public. The masses love Tom Pipkin. <laughs> Let's hope you like uh, Nuremberg this yeah. week. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But anyway, thank you for tuning in, guys, and we'll see you again as ever next week. Good luck for the bets this weekend. <laughs>